Welcome back to First World Solutions, the problem-solving show for people who don't necessarily need one. I'm Joel. I'm Oscar. <laughs> I'm Tom, and Oscar was not ready for that. I'm sorry, sometimes it sneaks up on me. <laughs> you know, there's so much in my day where I don't have to validate who I am. Mm. This is a rare moment where I do... That's actually a am very I? fair point. How often on a daily basis do you actually have to say, I'm Tom... It's very rare. Like, if you're meeting new people, sure, but that doesn't exactly happen in your day-to-day life that much. No. I mean, no. Not unless you're, like, a meet-and-greet man. Ah, uh, yes. Professional meet-and-greet man. <laughs> I'm a door-to-door meet-and-greeter. I'm a greetman. Oh, <laughs> you're a meetman. That's cool. <laughs> meetman, greetman, saying hi to each other. I think, I think meetman and greetman would have a massive rivalry. I think meetman is butcher. Well, that's if, what I thought you were saying, yeah. yeah. So what's greetman? Door salesman. Okay. What, door-to-door? Door-to-door door salesman. <laughs> just, just, oh, fuck. <laughs> is he Not, selling to doors? Is he a door-to-door, door-to-door? <laughs> he himself is a door, so he's a door, door-to-door, door-door salesman. He's a dour door, Maybe door-to-door he, salesman. Maybe he passes it on to his children and it's his daughter. <laughs> Door-to-doors, door-to-door, door-to-door saleswoman. Who happens to be adorable. <laughs> And dower. And a door. <laughs> Runs in the family. <laughs> shall, we, um, shall we jump back on track with what we're maybe meant to be talking about, which is little gripes, little problems, <laughs> tiny little things. No one's going to come to your house and talk to you about your issues, but they might send you a letter, maybe a postcard. I mean, to be fair, this is as close as it gets, really, to being a door-to-door problem solver. Yeah. We're coming straight to your phone. That, Every that's week we like knock it. on the glass... <laughs> Just press our faces up against it and just kind of go, Oi, Hello. would you like some problems solved? Yeah, we can't offer the problems. <laughs> you got any problems? You're about to. <laughs> yeah, we're backing off on the threatening. We've seen our therapist and uh, he's telling us to take it chill. Spread love. He was confused as to why three people had a joint therapy session. But We've only got so much money. We're cutting costs. We're cutting costs. It's a very frugal month for First World Solutions. Yeah. The door-to-door door sales, and which has not been particularly lucrative this month. Every single invention we've ever made on this podcast was not enough to cover the significant losses we were going oh, to make. I didn't know the price of rich mahogany these days. <laughs> the imports have gone through the roof. Still, God. Things, uh, things are looking up. Uh, touch wood. <laughs> That's, yeah, a, that's, that, that, that one hit was the, the slow clap I was, deserve for that. It wasn't even that. That, that was no, the sound of the thud of the old joke hitting the floor. It's uh, a slow clap that's very slow. You'll hear the second clap shortly before the end of the episode. Yeah. <laughs> Keep an ear out. Will he remember? Who knows? Let's see if we can help some people today. Who wants to go first? Tom? Yeah, I'll jump on it. Tell you what, we often do things about food and drink. Let's avoid that. Let's go with this. This comes from Egg Scrambler on Reddit. Thank you, you Egg Scrambler. We weren't doing food. <laughs> Let's not do food. Word one, egg. <laughs> and a method of egg. <laughs> yes, I'm proficient in all methods of egg. That famous crooner's song, what is your preferred method of egg? <laughs> The egg method sounds like a really bad 90s trance DJ. <laughs> okay, What right. does Egg Scrambler have to say? <laughs> I'm, gonna just, I'm just going to dive right in. Thank you, Egg Scrambler. I've built up $3.32 of Google Play credit from doing opinion reward surveys, but now I suddenly can't find any paid apps that I want. Okay, what? yeah, I've been in this situation. Hmm. What's the figure again? So $3.32. It's, it's negligible money, but it is free money, and their problem is they can't spend their free money. Yeah, They can't find anything that they want for free money. What I did was, you've got apps that have a very fair monetization policy where they'll offer you a free version. There might be some unobtrusive ads. 
I just bought the premium version to be like, I don't need this. It doesn't affect me because I can just ignore the ads, but you're helping me out. I've got this free change. Have it. I mean, upgrading everything you already have is not a bad way of going about that. Mm. That's true. Um, but the thing is, that still requires decision on the part of Dear X Scrambler. What I'm thinking is maybe some kind of app or some kind of system that takes the decision out of your hands so you don't have to concern yourself with this. Spending roulette. Almost, yes, like app roulette. Okay, so we could have like um, like a gambling app, but instead of the chance of winning money, what you're gambling on is, I don't know, say which charity gets your money or something. Oh, not charity. Oh, okay. Any app from the app store. Oh, we were so close. I know. We were so, so close, close to doing to a good, good thing, but no, no. No philanthropy here. Absolutely no. not. Just right. Outback gambling. Pure selfishness and gambling. That's... But for the apps. Yeah. Philanthropy. They're there. <laughs> that was that almost was, great. That was harder to say than I expected. <laughs> the um, I, I quite like that because you could like set your price threshold. You could say like, oh, I only want to gamble fifty p this time, and it would just go through all the kind of like forty nine p apps. Yep. And then you just kind of get that one and like, oh, that's not very good. I can go again though, and you can just keep going and spend all of your free good credit. Good for it. So, yeah. what, are you spending money every time you roll, basically? Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. You're buying an app that you didn't know existed and may not have any need for. Yeah, but. It- at the same time, it completely takes that choice and that agonizing pressure off your shoulders. It's just up to the winds of fate. And there is an infinitesimally small chance that your first or second roll gets you something that's actually really good, like really useful, like a fun game or a photo mm. design app or something. And that's the gamble. So, well, yeah, because you're more likely to get a, you know, a duck ring game and then you... I'm sorry, you can't just drop the word duck, duck ring. ring game. Well, no, you know, at fairgrounds, it's like you get a little fishing fishing rod and you're trying to like get ducks out of a oh. ring. Oh, yeah. And right, because like... I was thinking I had to toughen up after my stint in the duck ring. <laughs> <laughs> you're not going in the duck ring, Joel. You're not a duck. Really, yeah. but the, the, you know, those kind of useless apps that are just churned out are going to be far higher in number than the ones you actually want. So, so maybe behind the scenes we do some pruning oh, and maybe okay. make sure that it's like an equal chance. Or They say the house always wins. So we have to make sure that like a few people get decent rewards yeah. just so that we get good buzz. But for like 90% of people, it's going to be some real shitters. If everyone has a bad time, no one's going to get on board. But if one person suddenly got like, guys, I got... I got I got, you know, some... Ri- what's an expensive app? I don't spend money on apps. What's what's pricey these days? Is Angry Birds a thing? Yeah, the, the original Angry Birds. That They got that and they go, guys, you'll never guess what I got. <laughs> it's a cool new game. It's called Tetris. <laughs> With birds. And physics. And it's okay. not... And no blocks. <laughs> and it's not called Tetris. It's no puzzle-solving element. You won't have heard of it. Angry Birds. <laughs> it's called Angry Birds. But no, I, I quite like that idea. And not only that, we can also have companies pitching to us just right. saying we don't have enough sales of our app maybe we do like an fte 100 so we have the top do you, do you mean the footsie 100 footsie is that what it's called as in the stock exchange yeah 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 so the stock exchange we have the best apps or like the most grossing apps yeah not not necessarily the best the most grossing so the most popular i guess yeah and you roll on them oh okay fair enough so so that, like, that, that well the thing is that's only getting good stuff Mm. Like the top 100 apps in a sea of, what is it now, like 40 million apps? Like... Can you sort apps by controversial? <laughs> so like half of the reviews are five star, wish I could give more. And the other half are, this app made my phone explode. Well, you're kind of... Two stars. What you're saying there is, is there a ranking for divisiveness? And that's, I think, a bit of a paradox, surely. Yeah, but surely, like, if you're gambling already, it would be better to gamble on apps that some people love and some people despise. 
rather than some apps that are good and some apps that are not good. Just to give you guys some perspective, you're familiar with Kim Kardashian, right? I've I've heard the name. You know that her biggest source of income, this isn't a joke, is her app. Yeah, I know. It's what, the emoji one. Yeah, no, the one that's like a game where you try on outfits or something okay, like that. Right. It's got a Simpsons tapped out style freemium economy. That That is Kim Kardashian, like one of the most successful businesswomen. Blah, Don't blah, call blah. her that. Tom, is what it is. Facts are facts. Like, she makes more money off a stupid app than most people make in their entire life. She and does, but she's not running the business. Doesn't matter who's She is right. a woman, though. She is a woman. But it's this idea that the stuff that's at the top tier of the paid, you know, charts is going to be gold. No, I mean, you've got stuff like that cluttering up the higher echelons because obviously to make enough money to keep her in, I don't know, money clothes. <laughs> what is what? Uh, what are, what are rich people? Money clothes, leather, her caviar suit, money leather, thick mahogany doors. <laughs> no, come on. <laughs> Course we've, correct. I was going to say we've been down this road. It's not going to work, Joel. We just need the Kardashian contract, <laughs> <laughs> and we'll be back in business, boys. We can do it. Think of how many doors they got to have on their houses. Like four? <laughs> At least. Maybe five. I think our problem is we're thinking too small. <laughs> we never go out with any more than one door. No, I, I get what you're saying. Like the, the top apps are not going to be for everyone. I think, mm. I think, I don't think we can use the FTSE 100 method of using the top apps. I okay. think it, I think it does need to be a selection of like some gems, some bizarre ones and some kind of middle of the road boring ones. Okay. Like you're going to be really annoyed if you get a, like a premium version of a social media app you already have. Yeah. But that's a risk that you, you're going to have to take. Maybe you do accidentally get an upgrade that you didn't need. Or you could get Fart Keyboard. Is Fart Keyboard real? Fart Keyboard's real. Oh my God, yes. <laughs> so, so I think it's like a 12 key piano, piano screen and you touch each key and it makes a fart that's pitched to a different note. Have you paid for Fart Keyboard? It is it is a paid app. It's like 79p. I haven't paid for it, but you better believe that I played it on someone's phone that did have it. <laughs> right. Well, maybe they got it via our app, because I don't really know who like spends money on Fart Keyboard. I'm going to look at your phone in a week, and I'm going to be very surprised if Fart Keyboard isn't in there. I, I mean, I'm going to look it up the moment this podcast is over. Or during. Continue. Okay. We're looking up now? Okay, cool. We're going to have to do an anti-full disclosure here. We're not sponsored by Fart Keyboard. God, I wish we were. I know were. it seems like we've just dropped that in, but uh, they are not sending any money our way. Yet. But we'll if you are listening and you do develop for Fart Keyboard, <laughs> please do write in. You will not believe the amount of Fart Keyboards that are on this Google Play Store. We will only negotiate with the original Fart Keyboard. I, I don't know what that is. It's endless. Yeah, I'm afraid I can't There's give you any so options. There's so many. Oh my... And then mixed in with that is Talking Ben the Dog, which is then just above Fart Fart Fart. Like it's fart, just, fart, fart, I mean, SEO is important all in all this. You got to have a lot of <laughs> you got to have a lot of optimization on fart and keyboard. It's kind of hard to yeah. Fart, fart board with keys now. Piano fart board. <laughs> <laughs> These are the kind of business partners we're going to get into bed with. <laughs> have you downloaded a fart app? Does it have to be in Phrygian? Yep. <laughs> oh, wow. There's, back, there's backing tracks. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
I, I'm so sorry that we've just sunk to this caliber of radio after not even I, 20 episodes. I think you should be sorry you doubted fart keyboard was a thing. <laughs> I take it all back. I really do. Was that Seinfeld? I think it might have been. So there you go. That's, that's, that's one miracle story of what could happen to you if you used our app roulette. This could be you. You could have... <laughs> Cool. So we know where your money's going. It's going towards Seinfeld, the keyboard app. Fartfeld. Fartfeld. <laughs> I want to get us out of the gutter, please. Okay, Can fine. I mean, there's an app here called Screaming Goat. We could go for that as well. Yep. Not interested today. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> but I, are we all good with App Roulette? I think that's a pretty decent system. App Roulette. Just one question. Is it a, a third-party app that you download and then it, you buy through things, like the Amazon Marketplace or whatever? Or do you think it's inbuilt to the store? Or, yeah, do we talk to Google? Do we talk to Apple and get it way well, in those well, app it's, stores? It, it's Google money, and Google's got the I'm feeling lucky feature, so I think you just implement that into the app store. So you that's just go... genius. It's, it, they've already got the tech. All they need to do is you just go, I'm feeling lucky, it'll go... You know, internal cogs turning and just give you hmm. something. Like, so we go www.google.co.uk, find the button, right click, copy, go to your app store on your phone. Drag, just drag and drop paste, it. Drag and drop it across from your computer to your phone. Yep. Down the cable, into the phone. <laughs> That's all wireless nowadays. <laughs> and there you go. Sorted. App roulette. Google, give us a call. Yeah. Fartboard, give us a call. <laughs> please, please give me a call. Kardashians, if you want a door... We've got all the stock. <laughs> right, should we move on? Let's move on. Um, I have one here, uh, which is quite a small problem, but it's kind of indicative of a larger first world solution that no one really needed. So this comes from Sillard, which is S-Z-I-Lard on Reddit. Uh, he says, sometimes my laptop's keyboard does not work for a few seconds, so I have to use its touchscreen keyboard instead. Now, touchscreen laptops, Aww. that's the solution we don't need, I don't think. I, I, think that's, I think that's probably one of ours, but before our time, frankly, because it yeah. feels completely nonsensical. It's the, it's the result of a brainstorm that would have happened about 10 years ago, and we go, what an idiotic idea, touchscreen laptop, but it's just de rigueur now. Yeah, it's taken the... You can imagine the board meeting of, oh, tablets are popular now. Should we move to tablets? It's like, no, they're a passing fad, but... I think touch is in. Yeah. So I let's can put it on that. something with a hinge that falls over when you push it. <laughs> yeah, what does this thing do? You've got to touch it. Okay, is it going to remain in place? Pfft, no. no. Not unless you touch it gently. Oh, so it's quite sensitive. No. 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 You're going to need very hard, very rigid presses and hold them for a good second on each letter. Just Would try it- double tapping. Would it work with a stylus? Uh, yeah, if you want to look like an idiot. Yeah, of course. No. Do you remember Palm Pilot? I thought not. Like, yeah. it's... Yeah, Jesus Christ, what a mess. I mean, that in itself is really just the precursor and unnecessary technology to touchscreen laptops. Is It's mm. like a computer, but too small to use without any of the functionality or yeah, style. That was the 90s, man. That, that, what I've just described, is most things in the 90s. Mm. Palm Pilots were the 90s. That's true. I, I got a hand-me-down Palm Pilot on my 10th birthday. Me and, too. It had yeah. one game I had on. one as well. Yeah. I yeah. think it was Word Guess. <laughs> That's all I cared about. Like, I, It has all these amazing options for scheduling your meetings with yeah. the shareholders and stuff, and I'm just like, it's got chess. Great. <laughs> Chess, that's, I, I'd never had chess. I had Notes, which wasn't a game. <laughs> you made it one, though. It's, well, a ga- yeah. it's a game if you have a chance to write the word boobies in something other than numbers on a calculator. You can write it in actual letters. In that's... a device that feels calculator-sized. Yeah, that's pretty much the best game that there was at the time. Mm. So, Going back to touchscreen laptops. Yeah, I think I have an idea. Okay. You already have a keyboard in front of you. 
Yeah. But it's not working in terms of, it's not inputting the data to the software. Mm. But you're still pressing down mechanically on it, right? Yeah. What I am thinking is we hook up a series of uh, wires, much like a typewriter would have. And at the end of these wires is a small padded hammer that can touch the on-screen touch keyboard okay, when right. you press the mechanical one. I was one. so confused for so long. <laughs> I was yeah, like, why, why is he turning the keyboard into a piano? So in much the same way as when you press down on the key on the typewriter, yeah. you're not pressing the paper. You're, you're telling the the kind of inked thing you're to press into the, the paper. You're telling the typewriter demon. Yeah, it's <laughs> to, to spit on the paper. That's that's how this works, right? Yeah, it's very abusive yeah. typewriter Evil spirits trapped in the typewriter spit up bile onto the paper, and that's what words are. That's that's what all literary You never learned that in are. science. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the old-timey writing was you did it to a bird, and it, like, pecked holes in the paper. That's why all quills are feathers. Right? I can't think of a better reason why quills are feathers. Exactly. Yeah. It makes no sense otherwise. Absolutely not. Mm. But yeah, I, I think that could work. This idea that you're still using the mechanical keyboard and you're letting these kind of 50 weird little fingers attached to your screen do the rest. Okay. Okay, so you've just made, I was going to say a touch typewriter. You have to touch a typewriter. That's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> a, a inkless typewriter. Yeah. A yeah. tech typewriter. So are we? Uh, th is this installed all the time, or is this like a no? This is a fail safe. thing that you slide on top. Th this is uh, something that you yeah, like kind of click in over your keyboard when maybe it stopped working and the the touchscreen is the only solution that you have. Okay. Am I right in thinking that these little arms are very fragile, easily broken, and would need to be replaced quite frequently every day? Okay, cool. That's what I thought. Cool. <laughs> but um, built with uh, rigorous precision, such that they need high, high RRP. Oh, absolutely, yes. Cool. I'm not. I'm not settling for anything less than double the value of the laptop. Cool. Per key. Oh yes. And uh, <laughs> specialist uh, specialist screws and uh, connectors that mm. regular screwdrivers won't be able to get to. So you actually have to take it to someone else to fix. Yeah. Yeah. And you can only buy them in packs of twenty six. That's how many letters there are. <gasps> no, he's right. You can only ever buy them in packs of twenty four, and then you have to buy the next big pack of twenty four just to fill in the rest. Okay. Cool. So that's our marketing strategy later. Yeah, absolutely. We're going to make fair bank. To consumer. I think so. Not um, too exploitative. So this is something that you pull down. It's only a couple of seconds. His keyboard's not working. Yeah. So we're thinking maybe it's on a hinge, like maybe on oh, a desk. Okay. So they're hinged left and right. Your keyboard stops working. You're like, ah, oh, okay. So you just slam them down. Same as like you see those desks that you can bring to stand up. Oh uh, yeah. Okay. Down. So you bring the tech typewriter to you. Yeah. So it's all weighted. So it's, it yeah. takes barely a push. I'm not a fan of tech typewriter. Can we find a better name for this? Um, type lighter. Hammer time. <laughs> yep. Okay. I like that because then the advert can be someone typing away merrily. MC Hammer typing away yeah, merrily. Yeah. MC Hammer typing away absolutely merrily. No. Just no. Uh, no just a, no. a regular guy yeah. typing away. He's, his keyboard stops working. Yeah. MC Hammer, who's in the background, spots this and yells, Stop! Stop. <laughs> and then Hammer Time trundles over this big, ungainly <laughs> thing and, like... There's music playing in the background which mutes on, like, a, a needle stop. He, he trundles this thing along on a trolley, hefts it onto the table, up, plugs it in, goes, Wait, wait a minute. And then kind of <laughs> clips it all together and then triumphantly shouts... Your keyboard's working now. Yeah. Carry on. <laughs> As you were. That As document were. looks good. 
And then he goes off screen and then the main refrain from Can't Touch This starts playing and then that's the advert. Yeah. You remember the, um, I feel like Can't Touch This is perfect because we don't want to involve <laughs> yes. the touch screen at all. Oh my God, this is all falling we into place. inadvertently picked the perfect <laughs> advertising slogan. Perfectly advertent, I assure you. Wasn't a mistake just because Tom said the word hammer about five minutes ago. <laughs> it was all thought through. I love the word advertent. I don't think I've ever heard that before. I think that's the right thing to say. Advertent, inadvertent. Yeah, it works. It works. Logically, it's right. I just don't think anyone's said that word <laughs> yeah. before. You had to really blow the dust off that one, didn't you? <laughs> I opened up a dusty tome. <laughs> deep in there. Ah, in, I don't know, probably. Advertent. <laughs> Advertence. I quite like that. I, I think hammer time is a wonderful solution to this. Mm. Honestly, quite irksome problem. Are we spelling it normal? Yeah. Throwing in any different... Uh, if you put a hyphen in between hammer and time, then it's not, it's not, no. How about we do hammer time and then the stop emoji? Okay. Like a handout. Wait, so hammer time stop, that's the wrong way around. <laughs> yeah, I know. Hammer time stop. <laughs> <laughs> hammer time, please. Enough. Hammer okay. time, I beg you. What I do like about this solution is, you, you said it's a big, trundly, ungainly machine. No one's going to buy it. But if they try and come at us in the press and say, <laughs> this is a ridiculous invention, we'll say, this is to fix the problem of touchscreen laptops. The so, solution is no dumber than the problem. Exactly. Yeah. We're that, working on even levels. And we've got MC Hammer. And well, who MC do you Hammer. have? Who have you got running the campaign for touchscreen laptops? I bet he doesn't even have parachute pants. <laughs> it's because MC Hammer bought the world stock. He's the only man with them now. Yeah, you can't pick them up. It's, it's no coincidence. Let's move on then. Uh, Oscar, you got something for us? I do. Uh, unfortunately, this is a little bit of a food callback, so you'll have to forgive me. But this one comes from Xavier White. That's Rock Xavier GB. I imagine that's how he says it. It's localised. Localised. Just in case you got it confused with Rock Xavier RF. That's not an area code. Anyway. <laughs> I was going to say, where is this? Could be Alphadrid. No, it's not. No, okay. Anyway... <laughs> He asks, or says, went into... Oh, we can't say this one, actually. It's got a burger name in it. Can we say it? Fuck it. We say burger names all the time. Just say burger shop. Went into burger shop. Was it a fancy burger shop? It was... Were you in the prep uh, area? It was artisanal. <laughs> fancy burger area. Okay. Fa fancy burger cooking station. <laughs> Took longer to connect to their Wi-Fi than it did for my burger to cook. Okay. Interesting. Did they hashtag Wi-Fi? Yeah, I think they really wanted this tweet to get seen. <laughs> Longer to connect to hashtag Wi-Fi <laughs> than it did for my hashtag burger to hashtag cook. I do get this, though, because a lot of these restaurants will advertise in the front door, as you kind of need to now, free Wi-Fi inside, and they might have a code behind the bar or whatever to let you know what the password is and stuff. But nine times out of ten, it's Wi-Fi that's just about enough to you know, have the manager connect to it in the beginning of the day. Mm. If it's a full restaurant, there's not enough Wi-Fi juice to go around. Everyone only gets like a little trickle of it. We are starving. Mm. Yeah. You... And slow Wi-Fi, as has been discussed many times before, is worse than no Wi-Fi. A hundred percent. If you're loading a, an internet page or something and you're getting it kind of one word at a time, yeah. it's possibly the most painful thing that you can do on your phone. Short of As hitting yourself with it, yeah. Yeah, short of using the physical properties of the phone <laughs> to inflict damage, then yeah, it, it's... It is it's atrocious. All, it's, it's, yeah, it's... I think what's also worse than that is you know that's what's going to be in front of you, but first you must fill in a questionnaire to see if you are worthy of this terrible Wi-Fi. Yeah. It's like, name? Fine. I right, can do yeah, that. that can do. Email address? I don't, I don't really want to give you I that. Know, but I've got a, a yeah. burner one that I use for yeah. these sorts of yeah, things. I, I definitely have that. I, I can't log into it, like... 
No, but it's full of yeah. just <laughs> a history of Wi-Fi's connected. But to then it. it's like date of birth and like, what? I'm I'm sorry, I'm underage to use your Wi-Fi. Like, it's weird how many hundred-year-old men sign in. Yeah, <laughs> you fancy that? At these fancy restaurants. A hundred-year-old men or five-minute-old babies. <laughs> <laughs> Real mm. internet savvy this generation, huh? Mm. But then there's always just like, uh, how did you hear about us? And I was like, I didn't hear about you in any way. I saw you on the street and I wanted a burger. Mm. Like, I, I'm not going to type that out because it'll take me 20 minutes. Would you come back again? If I answer no, will you still give me this sweet <laughs> You start second guessing it. It's like, I don't want to get any of these questions wrong because maybe <laughs> they just deny me internet access at this point. What are they going to do with this information later? What if instead of a bill, they ask me to recite all the answers I gave on the Wi-Fi? And if I did it all right, it's fine. If I get any of them wrong, they'll know I was being dishonest and up my bill. Double cost. <laughs> See, I've I've done this too many times now. You, there's a very popular Wi-Fi service named The Cloud. Are we aware of The Cloud? I've heard of The Cloud. It's not The Cloud that everyone's confused by. No, it is. It's another cloud, which is still confusing, but... <laughs> it's confusing in a different way. It's very confusing to me because I did this exact procedure... Must have been maybe 10 years ago when the cloud was just starting, because mm. now every time I log into the cloud using an email address and a password, I simply am greeted with the words, Welcome back, Snajaf. And I have... <laughs> I can't ever remember typing in the word Snajaf. Uh, and I thought when I first saw it, maybe it's a glitch. Maybe yeah. they just didn't get it. No, every time is, Good to see you again, Snajaf. And I know which restaurant you're in. No, and it, it can be anything. And anything that is running that service, I am Snajaf there. Yeah. And it's really disconcerting to me. This is much like my Jonathan Cake issue I've been having with my phone. I don't remember doing it, but someone's clearly locked it down somewhere. Mm. Yeah, I'm Snajaf forever now. It's my hungry alter ego that just wants to browse the internet at a rate of one page per meal. Without talking to anyone he's with. <laughs> so how do we fix this issue? Because the way they phrased it, they sounded like their main gripe with it wasn't that it was slow. It's the fact that their burger came first. Yeah. Well, because by the time, you're, if you are sitting waiting for the Wi-Fi to load up, you probably don't have anything you can do offline on your phone, mm. because what is there? Uh, and your burger turns up. By the time you've eaten your burger, and then let's say your phone connects to Wi-Fi afterwards, you've already had your meal. You're not going to hang around in a restaurant just to validate having waited that long for the Wi-Fi. So you just kind of look at that time as wasted time. Mm. So, I get that, yeah. Okay, interesting. So what we need is a service, or a system at least, in which food can only go out once you are certain that a table is completely connected to a Wi-Fi. You order your food via the Wi-Fi. Via the Wi-Fi. Okay, that makes sense. Ah, okay. So you come into the restaurant, they say, take a seat, are you ready to order? And you say yes, and they say, tough. <laughs> Fill out this form. Hold Fill that, out this form. Hold that thought. Hold that thought. Did you bring your smartphone with you? No. You can use the store smartphone. Oh, like covered in like ketchupy fingerprints. And... Yeah, it's like when you when you were younger and you went to try on shoes mm. with your mum and you weren't wearing socks, so they gave you the store socks. Wouldn't fly in today's economy. I don't think so. <laughs> store I, socks. I remember store socks. Yeah, if you wore the store socks, you were not not a not a cool kid. You're a survivor. You're a survivor. Same with the store phone. No one wants to be having to use the store phone to make It's a BlackBerry. It's not an old BlackBerry. It's the most recent BlackBerry, but that's somehow more I embarrassing. Was say, that's almost worse because that's so close to being it's, acceptable. It's, yeah, it's, it's not more even embarrassing. Like not <gasps> retro, but like... It's still got that horrible scroll wheel ball oh, thing. Oh, the one that moved. Yeah, oh. the one that was actually tactile. And oh. Just, oh. 
It was almost like it was alive. That combined with somewhere where people, like Joel said, have ketchup on their fingers and stuff, like the the movement of that ball oh. is not. And you know that this online form is going to require a lot of mouse movement. So oh, yeah, they they will hide the boxes at random intervals around the page. That it's you have mostly to fill in. freeform sketches. It's a dexterity <laughs> exercise. <laughs> Please draw your email address. Draw yeah. your meal, and we'll make it. <laughs> I do I do like the fact that this actually, once you get through this procedure, it mm. will make ordering a little bit more easy and maybe modular. Because yeah. not only will it be like, oh, table 20 have ordered the, the burger, it will be Snajaf has ordered this hamburger mm. and he has requested that it's for this. And then someone can bring it over to the table and go, and it'll be the bacon burger with no bacon or burger for Snajaf? And it was like, that would have been a nightmare to order beforehand. Mm. A waiter would have had to take that to the kitchen and get yelled at themselves. Now I get all the flack directly to me. Yeah. Snajaf. Crucially, you don't interact with the chef. Yep. So you don't see the flack or hear the flack. Mm -hmm. Maybe they, maybe your internet speed once you connect is controlled not by how you answer the surveys as such, but how annoying your order was. So in the kitchen, the chef's got a load of big, you know, big valves that he can. Because on the internet pipes. The internet <laughs> pipes. Steam-powered internet, yes. Steam-powered internet that he can turn looser or tighter depending on how he feels about your order. If you order the bacon cheeseburger, no cheese, no bacon, extra burger, no buns, double lettuce. I... You're going to get a trickle. You're going to get, he's going to nigh on shut that pipe off. Crucially though, this is the manager on shift. If every chef knows that, they're going to be much more vindictive to you. I think if okay. you explain to, you know, the the standard chefs that, no, we need that juice for making this complicated order now. It's a fair trade for the customer. We're using their data to cook the burger. <laughs> okay, data-powered ovens. I'm hoping that no chefs will question this. Because why would they? It's flo flawless it's, logic. It's flawl. It's flawl. It's flawless <laughs> logic. From down south. It's flawless logic. So they'll just, you know, get on with it and be like, cool, this person has elected to spend more of their data on burger. I love that. Okay, yeah. What do we call this fine new system? Um, the pipes. <laughs> oh, Danny boy. Danny Danny boy. Danny boyger? <laughs> Danny boyger. Datey boy. Datey boy? Data boy. Data boy. Data boy. I quite like the idea of data boy as an anagram. Okay. For For what? Yeah, you can't go anagram and not have a follow-up. Come on. Boy. Tad. Ah. Yeah, okay, so we're, we're doing data boy. A tad boy. Okay, so I'll I'll start with the D and we'll go around. So oh, well, no, it's an acronym, not an anagram. Acronym, yeah, sorry. I was doing an anagram. Okay. A tad boy is an anagram. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, so we'll go we'll go data boy and I'll do an acronym. Okay. Okay. Damn. A. 12. <laughs> Already it's ruined. Damn. A 12 adjustment <laughs> burger... Oh, internet. We're spelling boy B-O-I. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, done. Okay, that's the new system, data boy. Data boy is very good. <laughs> Damn. Because then it, then A 12 adjustment burger. Oh, internet. <laughs> so now, instead of free Wi-Fi uh, on these billboards outside these restaurants, it'll be powered by data boy. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. And they'll <laughs> say the full acronym, or the full... Yeah, the full acronym every time they get such an order. Yeah. And they say, oh, as they're turning the pipe. Oh, oh internet. internet. <laughs> it's a bit seven dwarfs. But, <laughs> they, but then again, what restaurant isn't? They exactly. tip buckets of internet into the internet furnace. High speed. High speed. <laughs> <laughs> For all the heat we need. <laughs> uh, okay.
<laughs> right, Data Boy is a triumph. Should we move on to our own stuff? Data Boy is a triumph. We're going to move on and try and go two for two uh, with our But Better section, where we have our own pre-branded suggestions, which we're going to shape up and bring into the world. Not problems, not issues, fixes to possible problems incumbent. I got a hat here. It's got a few suggestions from Tom and Oscar. Uh, a few little product ideas, little brands that we can try and birth today. I feel like a midwife. The Stay Far Radar. Uh, again, I Oscar. love the assonance on this more than anything else Thank so you. far. But then that's all I've got to go on. The Stay Far Radar stems from one universal truth. In your day-to-day, you never know when someone you really don't want to see is going to pop into your eye line. So, you are walking through town, uh, you know, I live in Bristol, so frequently going through the city centre, there will occasionally be a person who I see from afar that I either don't want to see or just don't want to engage because I've got somewhere to be and they'll take forever to talk to me, like, come on, man, seriously, I've got places to be, you need to calm down. Or there'll be someone that I've had an awkward interaction with in the past, an ex-employer, lots of people you don't necessarily want to clock just for the fear of social awkwardness or just uncomfortability in your life. The Stay Far Radar is a way for you to get some kind of a, a ping or a notification or just like a sense that someone that you don't want to see is entering your vicinity and that there's a way for you to avoid interaction. I mean, I love the idea of this. I'm a bit worried we're essentially tracking all civilians. I don't think... I mean, I'm with you. I don't want to just, like, stick chips in people. We're doing a very vague by the sounds of it. It doesn't tell you this person is close or this person is here. It tells you someone you don't want to meet is close. How about it's whenever their location services are used and it's within, let's say, 500 yards of you? Yeah. Is that that too far? Is that too close? 500 yards? I mean, it depends. If you're out in a field, 500 yards is basically next to you. At this point... If you're out on a field and the only other person you don't want to run into is also in said isolated field. You're being chased. You're being, the yeah, they, are, they are tracking you down. I really do appreciate this, isn't it? Because you're right. There are certain people, that, even if it's not like an, uh, a negative thing, even if it's not just like a, uh, just not today, just not mm. today, man, kind of thing. I, get, I do get that. But we need to find a way of making this as subtle as possible so that... Just in case they see you, like, they can't tell that you're just desperately looking on your phone to track them. Yeah. It needs to be a bit more of a subtle thing. So what I'm thinking is you plug in your headphones and you get live updates via the satnav lady's voice. Okay. About where your potential hate stalker is. She is comforting. She is, yes. Like, so instead of the directions being like, make a right, it's, they are making a right. (laughs) And it's this kind of, like, constant chase. So it's kind of jacking into their maps, I guess, if they're trying to navigate somewhere. Well, who doesn't have their location services on, like, turned on pretty frequently at this Mm. point? Yeah, yeah, I mean... So many apps use it now. Like, it's always on, basically. It's kind of second nature now at this point. Yeah. Okay. Um, See, that works, I think. It's not... I mean, I say it's not intrusive. It's using someone else's location data, but it's not... <laughs> but for a good cause. It's not physically invasive. It's it's quite intrusive in a way, and it's probably quite open to misuse. I think we need maybe a rating system, much like Uber and delivery and things like that. If you're misusing the app, someone can give you one star. How would they know? The entire idea of this app is to be a bit 
subtle so that no one knows you're avoiding them. Because it, mm. if it is someone that isn't someone you really dislike, it's just someone you're kind of not in the mood for, they're probably going to notice, I haven't, seen, I haven't seen Tom in weeks. I always used to see him walking around here. I, I never seem to catch him. I know he's like coming through town at this he time. He definitely works here. But I don't know where he is. Mm. I think that's the only time that anyone's, anyone would have like a red flag come up. I tell you what, though. What if the scenario occurs where someone thinks that, they hear about this app, and they decide to track you to try and come right, towards yeah, yeah. you? Oh. To try and find where you are. So if you've got the sat-nav lady saying, don't go right, you might go right. So there's this kind of double bluff layer to it. That's where you have super sketchy on yeah. one person's I, like, Oh God, they're going right. <laughs> I love this almost. I think this needs to be not a thing for your day-to-day life, but a game. So it's kind of like a hide-and-seek variant. So it's an app that you're, maybe you're in a city and you're waiting for your friends. Yeah. They're going to be about half an hour. You don't need a coffee. You're not really hungry. You switch on the app. We might need a new name for it. We'll I like Stay that. Far Radar. It's cool. Stay Far Radar or just Stay Far. Stay far. Cool. Um, you switch it on and whoever else is playing stay far in the area, you get assigned a team. Either the closers or the farers. <laughs> the farers. The farers. Jafar. The, the go-away group. Um, and so you either have to try and get close to another player or away from another player. But it's very much you're signing up to join in for 20 minutes. Yeah. And then when your friends call you, they say, all right, we're, you know, we're over here. And you go, okay, cool. I'm going to sign out of the app. I've got my points for the day. Yeah. And then you carry on with your day. It's kind of like Marco Polo. You're just yeah. like... It's just this generation's Marco Polo. Arco Polo. I am I like almost it. there. Arco Polo is actually pretty solid. <laughs> <laughs> because it's, you're seeing all of this prompt stuff through your phone. Yeah. You're not, you know, actually looking for that person because the whole point of this is you're trying to avoid them in the first place. I mean, there's already apps where you can look on your map and it'll show you maybe some fake zombies that are chasing you down. All this is doing is making those zombies not fake AI that don't <laughs> but exist. But your loved ones. But just other people in the city. Strangers. Yeah, that's true. So I do like this because it actually does still work for Oscar's intended purpose. Mm. You can still just sneakily, you know, check to make sure that you're not going to run into Wendy. But at the mm. same time, like, the, it's not the main focal point. It's not the selling point. Like, yeah, you, in much the same way that, like, for example... Uh, read receipts or checking when someone's online. They're not the focal point of that app, but people use them for more surreptitious things. Yeah. People do the detective work as, well, they were online 15 minutes ago, but yeah. the message was 24 minutes yeah, ago. Yeah, you know someone's got read receipts turned off on their messenger, but like on the actual Facebook messaging app, it has to be on, so you'll intentionally send a message through that to find out when they're looking at it. Yep. This is, the point of this is a game. It's lighthearted with yeah. a slightly more... You know, the undercurrent is I can use it to avoid people. You know, Wendy's a stay far player. Yeah, she's so, going to be on. She's going to be racking up XP. She's going to be scoring high, and you know you don't really want to be getting in a chat about that today. Exactly. And win-win, you get some points too, because you've avoided. There you go. You're on the far. <laughs> you avoided. <laughs> so what happens when you lose? What's the punishment? I think you just lose points, or you don't gain points, or... The punishment is an interaction you don't want. Yeah. Also that as well. But if you are just playing the game in a friendly manner... All mm. right. Um, is it kind of like it? Does a tag pass? Like I think, yeah, if you're a Farah, one of the go-away group... You get locked out. So if you're a Jafar that been, that's been caught, mm. you get locked out of that role for the next five games. You have you to have earn to your way back. Yeah. So it becomes this kind of system of... There's a cooldown. There's, there's a cooldown. There's a cooldown period. Yeah. 
How do you know if you've lost? Is it five yards? Is it... Bluetooth. Bluetooth? Okay, so if it connects via Bluetooth to their phone. Yeah, you fucked it. You fucked it. Yeah. Yeah, that a, okay, cla- like a that. klaxon sounds out from your phone, <laughs> alerting everyone around you that you've just you've fucked lost. up. <laughs> Wendy is here! <laughs> <laughs> and obviously this being a game as big as something like Marco Polo. Yeah. Or Tag. Or... Pokemon Go, that was a thing. Pokemon Go, this is going to be like Pokemon Go, but it's going to stay. <laughs> it's going to be worth the hype. Pokemon Far. Pokemon. <laughs> Pokemon Far. I do quite Pokemon like that. Far. Okay, Pokemon. we're getting we're getting very confused in our branding here. Pokemon Go Afar. Pokemon Go Away. <laughs> Pokemon. Hey, you remember Marco Polo? Arco Polo. The game. By Nintendo. <laughs> Not by Nintendo. 2017, all rights reserved. It's not, it's not going to fit into a clear box on the app store. No, but luckily it has a very catchy an acronym. <laughs> Would you care to hear I think that was it. Yeah, no, you got it. In I mean, one. yeah, to be fair, if people have managed to make PUBG into something that they can actually say okay. in it. Yeah. We'll rebrand as Arco Polo. After, after the initial wave, after yeah. the hype is Once caught. we've lost some users and they, you know, they're having difficulty talking about it, so it's not getting the word of mouth that we're expecting, rebrand. Streamline. We'll, we'll kill our darlings if we have to. Kill our darlings. Yeah. I, I really like this, actually. I, I quite want to play it. Yeah. Can we make a rudimentary version of this and play it around Bristol? It, was, it would be lovely. Okay, a rudimentary version of this is us going to be shouting, I think. <laughs> yeah. No, you need two phrases, be. I think, to shout, to say if you're in a way or a I, Yeah, I think it has to be quite... They have to be quite similar, though, so there could be some misconstruing, like... We're okay. playing Marco Polo, guys. <laughs> what you're describing is just playing Marco Polo. <laughs> I love no, it. No, no, no. No, I no, no. This don't is know what you're talking about. This, this We're going to be holding different. our phones. We're not in a pool. You don't have to be in a pool to play it. You do. You do. It's the echoing around. That's what. If I'm in a, in a room in a house and someone says polo, I'll point and be like, you're over there. Yeah, just if, if we're in this room and I just go, Marco, you just, you're, you're by the computer. Stop. Yeah. Whereas if you're in a pool, there's so many waves and splish splash and other people having fun. And <laughs> oh, I didn't. It didn't take into account the splish splash. The um, reverberation. I didn't take into account the sound of fun. Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> it's deafening. Grievous miscalculation. Bloody noisy joy. Cool. And what we've done is taken the deafening sound of fun and put it in an app. Can we? Can we have that as our tagline? Is Arco Polo the deafening sound of fun? <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Yeah, Perfect. that's that's great. I like it. We'll go, we'll go from a preventative measure to a game. Which Beautiful. is also a preventative measure. Yeah. Excellent. On the sly. <laughs> Beautiful. Thank you for that. I think, I think that that's it. That's good. And, uh, and with that, I think that closes off the show nicely. Uh, thank you so much for listening, as always. We have been First World Solutions. Uh, if you enjoyed what you've heard here today, please do share it around with your friends. Send them a link to our iTunes, our SoundCloud, however you think they'll most appreciate it. Uh, we've got Facebook. What's that about? I'll tell you what the Facebook's about. It's uh, a place you can get in touch with us directly if you've got any problems of your own you reckon we could take a stab at. Uh, you can also get in touch with us through our Twitter account. That's FWScast on Twitter. You can also hashtag your tweets with First World Problems or First World Solutions. We take a look at both of them every week, always looking for new problems to solve or ridiculousness intensify do. <laughs> One word. Copyright. R.I.D. 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 Problems Uh. to rid. (laughs) If you're a listener on iTunes, make sure to subscribe and leave us a review. That really helps us out. Make sure to share the iTunes links with your friends if they like to use the podcasting app on their phone. But in the meantime, thanks again for listening. I've been Joel. Do you fancy a door?
<laughs> no, no problems. No problem. Yes. Ah, oh, nice.